0: Thank you so much for listening. I'm Comic Tom, and this is the Bags and Boards podcast. We are a group of collectors, enthusiasts, fans, entrepreneurs, and content creators who all love comic books. I hope you find our content unique and different. This podcast is sponsored by Mill Geek Comics, a brick and mortar out here in Washington State, as well as Geek Street Comics. If you're in need of a local comic shop, Mill Geek Comics is happy to supply any of your monthly comic book needs and ships across country and worldwide. We also have a comic book subscription service, the Mystery Mail Call, where I, Comic Tom, have the pleasure of sending out collectible comics monthly to you. You can sign up for that at geekstreet101.com. You can watch these podcasts on YouTube at Comic Tom 101. Follow me on all my social media platforms at Comic Tom 101.
1: Digital comics.
0: Yeah, absolutely digital comics,
1: Ryan. You own and operate a comic book store. I do. How yeah. do you feel about digital comics? Uh, Is it killing you? Truthfully not.
0: Um, I think there's an amazing amount of benefits and some drawbacks for digital comics. But I think the first couple months that I was open, I was actually noticing that um, Comixology themselves was... Telling people where to locate actual physical comic book stores. And I actually had people who would get the free one-month Comicsology subscription. And then it would say, hey, if you like these comics, go check out this local comic book store. And I was even seeing a few people who would come in and buy those. So that's awesome. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I know when Tom, a couple months ago, him and his dad told the story of him growing up in a comic store. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking about how my whole origin story of comics yeah, My first comic was, my parents got me the 40-year CD of all the X-Men comics from like 1963 up to like 2003. Mm-hmm. My very first set of comics was all digital. It was on the computer. Sure. I sat there at the desktop PC scrolling through X-Men comics for a couple of years. That's awesome. I started digital, yeah. you know? It's kind of like, like how I do comics. And well, then when the it- New 52 came out. I went to the store and I bought comics. I started doing monthlies and stuff. Right.
0: And the New 52 was 2011. When when did you get the digital X-Men comics? What year was that? That would have been 2006. Okay. And I mean, that was like nascent years of digital comics because I remember even going on eBay and you could get a burnt CD of... Free to own yep. Archie comics or Playboy magazines or you know again X Men or Golden Age Batman and if you could get Action Comics one through two hundred on a single CD and it only costs you twenty five bucks shipped to your front
1: door okay especially and if I, your parents are footing the bill too, oh absolutely it's a little easier for they, them
0: they're not going to be able to spend all the money on the Action Comics so I yeah. th- there's some absolute benefits to it I think it's um it it's good but it has definitely progressed. I think that initially it was one of those things that you really had to go online and seek out and find yeah. someone who had copies. Um, I have a regular at my store who's part of a uh, digital archiving group. Interesting. And I say that with a little bit of disdain in my voice because I'm not 100% certain about the legality. of It sounds, of yeah, fuzzy. This, but what he's working with really seems to be a lot of, like, Platinum Age and Golden Age stuff. Super old things that... They don't have digital copies of. Yeah. They're not going to do reprints of, unless someone like Fantagraphics picks up and says, we're going to do a Peanuts reprint of original Charles Schultz stuff, or we're going to go back and do an all new Mutt and Jeff reprint of a bunch of st-, right? I don't even know that is. But that happens, that you will get people who are super interested in really old things, yeah. and you cannot find copies or are unwilling to spend $15,000 on an issue number one.
1: You know, just to be able to touch and feel and read and that. There's there's drawbacks.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Makes you think, I guess.
0: Yeah. Especially back
1: in the day, I was reading digital comics on the PC. It wasn't like now, it's a tablet thing. I got my tablet. It's all touchscreen. It's way more convenient. You can pull it out on your phone. You got thousands of comics.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. The convenience is amazing. Because, I mean, if I think about on my phone currently right now, I have... um, the regular Sandman run, 1 through mm-hmm. 75. I Naturally. have Cerebus 1 through 300. And I have um, Preacher 1 through 66 and all of the offshoots. So that's 400, 500 comics, give or take. You'd have to that's have a, like a limo to carry that. Right, but that's about outside. two long boxes that gotcha. I carry in my back pocket at any point in time. It's also probably around, I don't know, Cerebus number one's really expensive. So probably around eight or $9,000 worth Ooh. of comics that I just carry, you know. And it's something that I'll never be able to sell these ones never. and zeros, but I get to read them and enjoy them. And every single one of these comics I own, so I don't really feel bad about having a digital copy That's true of um. it. Um, being able to have a, a Marvel subscription, or Comicsology subscription, or a DC Direct subscription, um, being able to read more comics that you probably wouldn't have picked up. Otherwise, when you have to buy a new comic and it costs you three ninety nine dollars for a Marvel digital comic or three ninety nine dollars for a paper comic, you know, what do you want to spend your money on? Do you want to take up the space? Do you want to have something collectible? You can't resell ones and zeros. You can resell the paper physical comics. Would you rather... I mean, at that point in time, it's a dilemma. But when you pay $9.99 a month for Marvel Unlimited or whatever it is, yeah. and you get the opportunity to just go and read, you go can hard. go... You can, absolutely. And you can go pick up Kazar. And you can try and pick up the Captain Marvel stuff. And you can read these things that you may, you may not have ever wanted to read Warlock and the Infinity Crusade. But now, yep. now you exactly. have an opportunity to because it's not something that unless you are going out and actively seeking and going on eBay and going, I'm yeah. going to spend X and such on X and such to come and physically flip through these,
1: you can just go. You've already paid. It's there. It's like, right. It's like seeking out something on Netflix that mm-hmm. you wouldn't have like bought the DVD for. Absolutely. Right. Netflix is great. I mean, I I used to spend all my time on Netflix watching
0: movies and now I spend all my time on Netflix looking for movies to watch because there's so much to choose from. I'm just flipping,
1: I Spend flipping more f- time scrolling than total. I do actually watching. Three hours later, I'm yep. like, I still haven't watched it. What anything. have I done? with my life (laughs) but then again you know digital's got like it's got some drawbacks like who want you don't want to look at your phone all day like reading a comic no absolutely it's it's a little different with like a tablet screen it's roughly the size of a comic page but it's still it's not the same
0: no it's not the same and and big and bulky or if it drops and if it cracks and i mean
1: you have to hold them gingerly and uh, whatever i mean And, and then like technically you're not you don't buy the comic you're buying like a license to read the comic, mm. you know, you don't physically own anything. But we accept that in
0: all of our software and everything that we do. When we own a copy of Windows for our computer, you are buying the licensing right to yeah. use that Co- copy yep. of Windows as long as Bill Gates and Microsoft choose to let you use that. And if at any point in time they revoke those rights, you've lost it. Same yeah. thing with
1: Marvel. You or know. if like comicsology happened to go under at some point, they like, won't well, now, with Amazon and all that, but, right, but before that. Mm-hmm. You could have feasibly lost access to all that stuff, right? Is that how that would work? Yeah. I absolutely. That money, that those comics are just gone, that whole library mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, you, be... you don't have the access to that <sighs> anymore. That's a frightening prospect. I've got right. far too many comics on there that would just be gone. That's okay.
0: You can come to my store. I have physical uh-huh. copies of all of them. See?
1: Every single one. <sighs> Symbiosis. It's good. Keep it in the Venom family. I didn't even right. make that pun on purpose. <laughs> uh, that's good.
0: But <sighs> no, I, I don't think that it's... I don't think that it's killing my business. I think that I have so many people that come in and they Oh my God, I'm so sorry about digital. Oh, d- digital's gonna kill you. I I'm oh, killing you. I, but but some people are overly apologetic. Oh my god, I know that digital oh what happens when all the com- I don't think it's gonna happen that way. I don't think that we're gonna be ever at a point, at least in my lifetime, where digital's gonna surpass the physicality of the comic books. Again, we've already touched on the portability of the digital yeah. but you have the value and the resalability. Um I'm a very tactile person and I want to touch and feel and all of the above. Tactical. And even if I have a Kindle where it's got the it kind of feels like a page a little bit thing it's not the no. same. And it doesn't smell mm-hmm. the same and it doesn't feel the same. And even if you're flipping through a lot of times those digital ones don't have ads for sea monkeys and don't have ads for, you know, trunk of a thousand and one army figures for fun. 695. Right and it's kind of cool to see that nostalgia era it is you know the, the, one of my favorite ads is at the back of uh, Tales of Suspense 97 and it's got this amazing cover where you've got Captain America and Black Panther fighting each other but on the second to last page there's an ad that for $16.95 you can buy a live monkey and <laughs> <laughs> like and, an and actual like, monkey. Like an actual live monkey. in monkeys
1: or something.
0: No, like. and, it, and it's like from this animal farm in from, Florida. Okay. And, and you can get an actual monkey. I'll show it to you later. It's, it's fantastic. I need to see that. Right? But it's kind of cool because a lot of that stuff you don't see because yeah, the rights all. and
1: the advertisements are not there anymore. They had the ads in that, like, X-Men thing I read as a kid, but in, in Comicsology Because
0: that was a scan from the original mm-hmm. once, but Definitely. when you do Comicsology, they're doing, like, the Marvel Masterworks reprints where they're just giving you panel for panel for panel
1: for panel, and it feels relatively sterile. Not 100% of them like that. It's, but- it's also... I would liken it to the um, Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, the original trilogy versus the updated, touched-up George Lucas versions, because right. I'm reading the old Fantastic Four run right now, the original Jack... Jack Kirby, Stanley almost we'll switch those up. Sure, I'm up to like 82 or something right now. Okay, and in comic form, those pages would be yellow. You know, they'd be yeah. aged, and they pop. They pop a little too cleanly on, on cream digital. Cream
0: colored, yes. cream to
1: off white. That's what I should have said. Right? Yes. No, no, no.
0: But but yes, the, there is definitely an amount of aging that the acid in the paper and the actual yeah. pulp in the paper, and the when you've got 50, 60 years of like feel say, to the, it, the smell. Feels there's like something... the experience
1: Yeah, you don't get that digital I
0: don't like looking at the old school comics and flipping through and going these are pristine white pages and this totally feels like a reprint yeah. there's something cool about actually picking up a fantastic 448 and going oh Galactus and
1: Silver Surfer <sighs>
0: Yup, smells like the 60s, you know, know? (laughs) it's something that you don't get. Dusty
1: scroll of ancient times that might just disintegrate in your hands. Oh, absolutely.
0: (sighs) And I mean, I've got a golden age collection that I'm going through right now. And it's, you know, 1950s, Dell four color, a lot of Disney stuff right now. And there are some of these comics that are disintegrating in my hands. Oh, literally. you pick them up and you're moving from one bag to a board and you put them in there and you're like, all right, I will never open that again (sighs) because it just was stored so poorly. So that's another one of the absolute benefits that I like so much about digital because even if we lose the physical copies of these if the library of alexandria burns down we're going to have something stored on a cloud or a sky drive or something and i think that's probably one of the best things the longevity doesn't matter we'll all die and fade away but eventually there will be a hard drive
1: somewhere the aliens will find our, our comic collections that's amazing long after we're gone yep it's good that is good that's probably a good place to stop this it sounds good that's a good ending point well thank you guys for watching I've been. Do you read digital comics? Oh, do oh, I? That's oh, that's a very good question. We're getting comments. Oh, oh, thank you, Comic Tom. Hey, thanks. That one guy, you know. That's all right. Cool. Do you hey. guys? We want to know what you think. How do you feel? Digital, physical, both? I like both. Seems like like Russ is kind of in both camps.
0: Mostly the time I I spend most of my time actually reading digital comics. For oh, as, really? as for as surrounded as I am by the actual physical comics. The best time for me to read is at home lying on my bed. That's and why I do just it too, kind man. of rubber right. And it's easier to just flip through on my phone. I'm surrounded by comics all day, grading and reading and all of the above. But yeah, what do you guys do? That's fantastic. Let us know. Let Leave us it in the know. comments below. Ryan and I are both fighting over who gets to say geek responsibly, because mm-hmm. it's close to the end of this video, it's right, very Ryan? Close. I think this is amazing, good place to stop. I mean, Ryan, thank you so much for chatting with me, and thank, thank you for you. letting me chat with you. This was this beautiful. Has been, this has been fun. We're, we're trying some new, new spin-outs for this. But um, again, like the podcast, and remember to geek responsibly. Nuff? Said, like, subscribe, and go to geekstreet101.com, and you can sign up for our subscription service where we send you comic books monthly. Like a box of comics is pretty cool.